Welcome, welcome, welcome. Phenomenal. Oh, yes, you are part of the We are on a series today. Back to back, back to back, back to back. We are introducing all of the women that were birthed out of your new experience. Cohort one. Somebody say cohort one. Cohort one on the stage. One is on the stage. And so today, I am super excited to have Miss Christian Tucker with me on today. And so, Christian, welcome. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited, so excited. And you should be, you should be very excited. And so, as we are closing out this month of celebrating women history, I am telling everyone, you are making history. If you are doing something that you've never done before, you are doing something for your family, you know what? You are making history, yes. So today, we want to celebrate you and we want to talk about your story, talk about your journey, and then bring us up to the amazing triumph. And we'll be talking about what you birthed out of the you and you experience. So take it away, tell me your story. Yes, so thank you. Um, so I, you know, I say a few years ago, my life was normal, you know. I'm that always smiling, happy, laughing person. I always have been. And just living a, a nice, normal life, planning. Our, me and Anthony was planning our wedding anniversary, our trip to the Dominican. So we were so ready. And, um, but, you know, in the blink of an eye, things changed. And my life was literally turned upside down. Um, we lost Anthony in a tragic car accident. Um, he died on impact. And I went from really packing and planning a our anniversary trip to having to plan a memorial service. And that was devastating. That was literally, it was devastating. Um, everything that you go through, I mean, you don't have time to process anything. Everything happens so And it's just one minute you're here, the next minute you're here, and you don't even know how you got there. And and that's really where, that's where I was. I'm like, God, what is going on? This is not the way it was supposed to be. This is not how I planned it. <laughs> you know, we always got plans. Right. And, you know, and I, I think I, you know, when I said, when we said the devil do us part, we weren't talking about this soon. This early in life, at 41 years old, I'm burying my 41? husband. Yes, at 41, I was burying my husband. Wow. So that, that was- know, after all this time, I did not know that was the age? Yes, yes. Two weeks after my birthday. <laughs> ah, oh my goodness. And what's your anniversary date? Anniversary date was a month later, so. Um, it's so ironic because it's two weeks after my birth. It was two weeks after my birthday, um, two days after Valentine's Day. So we were going on a trip for the weekend, three weeks before his birthday, and a month before our wedding anniversary. So all of that in that one within a month time period. Um, so so much happened during that time. So that that was truly a journey that I never anticipated never been through before I've been through loss but there's something about when you lose a spouse that right. that's different that's a different type of loss because it's compounded right it's compounded loss and you don't really understand it until you go through it wow wow as you look back Christian 
you know how some people say after they go through something, they can look back and they say they have, they see a few signs, they sense something, God showed them something. So was there anything odd now that you look back about that day, about that week? Yes, it is. It's so funny that you ask because I talk about this a little bit um, in, in my book. So I spend, you know, every morning I'm spending time with God in prayer, covering my family, covering the kids when they're going off to school, covering Anthony who's going to work. And this particular morning, I just started crying because in my spirit, while I was in my in my prayer closet, all I felt was we're going to lose Anthony. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, every marriage has problems, but we're good. <laughs> so I don't go to do, I don't go to death, you know. I'm like, okay, you leaving me? What? No. That's what you and, felt that morning. Yes, and that's all I heard in my spirit. You're gonna lose him. And I just started crying. I just started weeping. So when I came out of my prayer closet, and Anthony was sitting on the bed looking at me like, what is going on? And all I could say was, I don't want to lose you. He's like, what, babe, what are you talking about? I'm not going anywhere. And I, I let it go. But I, I can I can never forget that moment. And I'm like, okay, God, if that was you telling me, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. Right, right? <laughs> so when you got the call, when you got the call that afternoon, that evening, did you immediately have a flashback to that recollection of that? So, no, I didn't because I was in denial. When I got that phone call, um, I was hoping that I heard wrong. Right. And I was hoping that, okay, if I didn't hear wrong, then maybe they just got it wrong. They got it mixed up. Maybe it's somebody else. Or maybe he's just hurt. He's hurt pretty bad. He's at the hospital, but he'll pull through because, you know, the, the we're praying. So he pulled through. So I wasn't, I wasn't accepting what was told until I got there. So, so no, I did not go back to that moment until later. And, you know, and it, it's amazing because even on the way, on the way back home, you know, leaving the accident, I didn't talk, I didn't have a lot to say to anybody. Um, they were driving me back home. And all I heard in my spirit again was, you'll be okay you'll be okay. I didn't grasp that at all because I didn't want to hear that. I, I didn't. So um, going from you're going to lose to by the end of the day, you're going to be okay. It's like, okay, I, I can't I can't grab hold of all of this. Right? I can't process all of this in such a short amount of time. So I just, I just shut all of that down. I, I blocked it. So fast forward, fast forward, how many years has it been? It's been five years. Yes, it has been five years. I can't believe that. I cannot believe that. I remember all the times he played the organ at Ishai and we always called him Tucker, Tucker, Tucker. Yes. <laughs> Tucker could deal with those keys and he was such a joy to be around in the ministry and so we definitely miss him. And it, it was all still part of God's plan. But what's so exciting is, look at what has come to fruition. You are okay. Yes. yes. You are okay. Yes. And I think about that now. I mean, 
because then I didn't know again at first I didn't know how to process it I didn't know what was going on I was like okay what what is really happening here God but you know as time went on and I began to accept what had happened um I then go back to what God told me that night will be okay and he held true to that because I am okay. Yeah. Um, and being okay doesn't mean it's gonna be easy. Right. It doesn't mean that everything, everything is great, everything is back to normal. No, that is not what it means. It just means you will be okay. You will get there. Right. And, right. And, and I just, I look back now and I'm like, all I can say is, thank you, God. Does not. Right. Nobody but God. So let's talk about let's talk about a woman that's experiencing loss that you that you have experienced. What would be some two powerful nuggets that you would leave with her that you would tell her? She just got into now that you're on the other side and you can look back. What's two amazing things that you would tell her? Well, one thing that I would say is first. Lean into every emotion. You know, people say take it one day at a time. That didn't work for me because from moment, minute to minute, I didn't know how I was going to feel. Right. You know, one minute I'm good, the next minute I'm like, you know what, I don't even want to do this anymore. But I had to learn to really lean into each. If I was sad, you know, be sad. If right. I, you know, felt like I was just going to break down, cry, go ahead and cry. It's okay to not be okay. Right. Just don't. Thank you. Say that again. Put a P in there. That's what we talk yes. about. Say it again. Yes. yes. It is okay to not be okay. It is okay to not be okay. Just don't stay there. Right. Give yourself grace and give yourself time. And that is that that is very important because at first I would beat up on myself like, you know what? I should be, I should be further along. I should be able to deal with this better. But because that was always me, that was always my personality. Oh yeah, I got this, but this is not that. No, I couldn't. <laughs> this was a little bit different. So you know, that that's one thing that I would say to, to any woman who is dealing with this. Um, the second thing I would say is every day make a decision. Every day make a decision. Yeah. Today, you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to get up and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Just do it. Even if you only end up doing X. Right. You got up and you did something. Right. Or, you know what? I'm not going to be angry today. I'm not going to lash out today. Because you go through so many different emotions. You do. And it's okay to have those emotions, but you got to keep them control. Keep them under control. Right. So talk about the motherly emotions. I think some mothers don't think it's okay that they're not being super strong for their children. I think it's okay for your child to see that mom is devastated, mom is hurt, mom is wounded, and that you all can embrace each other and cry together. Yes, and I had to learn that because I've always considered myself strong and being there for other people. I had to be there for myself. Yeah. And in that, I had to allow my kids to see me break down. Because 
it doesn't make sense for me to set the example that no, you don't ever cry, you don't ever break down. No, that's wrong because then all I'm doing is suppressing emotion. That's that's all I'm doing, which makes it worse in the long run. But the good thing of the amazing thing about it is when they and they have said that both Jordan and before, when they have seen me down, they have seen me at my lowest, like nobody else has. But they also see where I am today, and that encouraged me so much. They are so excited, and I'm just like, okay, God, you know, as a mother, I would have, okay, I can go through this if I know it's gonna make my kids better. Yes, yes, that's so, that legacy. That's the legacy we're talking about. It's not what's taught, it is what's taught. And so we learn, I was just telling my mom and my aunt this, we learn how to process life based on what we see our moms do. We learn how to handle conflict based on what we see our mothers do. We learn courage from our parents. And if you see your parents brushing things under the carpet, and you see your parents not having the courage to stand up and be bold and face something head on and have good conflict resolution skills, then you learn that same thing. Exactly. And so that's the legacy that you leave. And what people have to realize is not having the courage to stand up and face challenges head on, that's how mental illness starts. That's how depression starts. That's how having an imbalance in your emotional in emotions all, that's how all of that starts. It, it does because you're not conquering the fear, you know, because a lot of times those negative emotions is fear. It's a result yeah. of fear. And then when you start talking about depression and worry and anxiety, that is fear that's just turned inward. It's and inward. Yes. If you don't deal with it, you're right. It's going to it's going to escalate. Yeah. And then you start talking about mental health issues. And yeah. you know, then in the black community, we don't want to we don't want to deal with that because that's a stigma. Right. No, no, right. no. Let's right. let's stop that. Let's stop that. Let's deal with every issue when it when it rises up. Deal with it the right way. Deal and and I'm really right able to my kids that. I mean, now it's not gonna be easy because no, I'm not gonna tell them a oh, life is gonna be easy. You're not gonna have to deal with this. I never knew I was gonna be a widow at 41 years old. I wasn't prepared for that. But I was able to show them at your very lowest, if you just keep going, you keep trusting and believing even on the smallest amount of faith. Right. Exactly. That's the mustard seed faith. That's the mustard seed faith. Wow. And the storms that come our way are simply there to squeeze out of us the seed that God already placed there. And he knows the right storm that will get the job done. <laughs> he knows the right storm that will get the job done. So, so talking about getting the job done, let's fast forward to the day you decided to get up from here. <laughs> I need to get up from here. So paint the picture for your listeners for what that day looked like. Because women need to know it's going to get better. Better days are definitely a Yes. So, you know, like I said, I'm always one to, to smile and laugh. I don't like being down. I don't like being sad. That has never been me. And I just, I got tired of, I said, you know, I'm tired of crying. I love my husband. And that does not take away from me loving my husband. I love Anthony. To this day, I do. But I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of being down. So, 
if I'm since I'm still here, I might as well live. Yeah. Live. And then just because I didn't want to exist, just exist every day. That that's not me. I no, I'm not here just to exist. And I, I'm not trying to just survive and get through the day. There was a season where that was the case. It's like just let me get through the day and I'll be fine. But I moved on from that. And I said, okay, God, since since you still got me here and I ain't going nowhere, I might as well live. So I need for you to help me get it back together. Yeah. Because my world fell apart. But God, I need you to help me get it back together. I I, I need you to help me every day, every minute. <laughs> every I mean, because you there are so many things that change. I mean, to the point where I was like, okay, I was having a difficult time making a decision over the smallest thing. I was like, God, I need you to help me with this. And when I saw and I started recognizing that he literally was, right there, and that's when it started to change. Yes, yes. I mean, I like to say he allowed me to have my moment. Yes. <laughs> My moment of being angry and and just not wanting to talk, you know, throwing in the towel like God, I'm done with this. He allowed me to have that. That's all, Daddy. But He knew I would come back out of it. Yeah. He knew I wasn't going nowhere. No. And you know, and it's just it's amazing because every day, I kid you not, I never had a my relationship with God has never been stronger mm-hmm. than it is now, and it's because I've seen Him. Right. Do exactly what he said he do every day. He's been there to show me what to do, to show me where to go, show me who to talk to, to put the right people in my. He's put the right people in my path, and that makes and all the difference. What do, I, what do I tell you all? You don't have to know God's plan as long as you see His hand. Okay, God, as long as I see Your hand, then I don't need to know the next step. I don't need to know the plan. But just let me see your hand because that's where it gets a little shaky. When you don't see God's hand, you look around like, okay, God, now, where are you? But as long as I see your hand and step by step by step by step. So what was it when you made the decision to say, I choose to live? What did that conversation look like to you? And what were some of the steps you took? So the first thing was, you know, for me, when I first made the decision, I'm going to be completely honest, it wasn't for me. It was for my kids. Yes. It was, it was for Jordan and Shakora because I was going through so many different emotions. Um, but I said, I know my kids are going to make it through because, you know, kids are just resilient. Yes, they so are. I said, I know my kids are going to make it through, so I have to be there to help them get through. And, you know, so when I first made that first decision, it was, okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to, you know, do this for them. But the more I did that, the more I was like, you know what, I need to do this for me because they're watching me, you know. And so I just, I, I really just shut everything out. I shut everybody out. And I just had to, minute by minute, really go back to basics for me and be like, okay, God, how do I really do this? How do I really live because I'm one of those I don't want to just live right. I want to win at everything that I do and I want to get yes yes so and I'm like and if I serve a big God then yes I want a big life yes. <laughs> I 
Yes! Come on, overachiever. <laughs> you know what I mean? We like big things. We like big yes. things. Yes. Ridiculous stuff. Live yes. out loud. One of my mentors, she lives out loud, loud, honey. And she says, I'm not apologizing about it. She lives no. out loud. Big <laughs> things. Yes. So what and happened after that? So that changed my, my, my entire mentality. Up. But then I was okay, God, this is what I want, but I need for you to show me how how am I gonna do this? Because I lost I lost my covering, I lost my husband, my provider. I leaned on him for leaned on Anthony for everything. But now God is saying, okay, you gotta lean on me. Right. And that's fine, but God, you gotta show me how to do this. Right. How do I win at life? And you know, as I as I sat there and I just waited and listened, you know, sometimes we just gotta wait. God ain't gonna always tell us right then and there. Sometimes we have to wait. And you know, I, and I, I love people. I've always had a heart for the uplifting people. And you know, God, you know, finally told me. He said, you know, you win at life when you start helping others win. Yeah. And, you know, I'm at first I'm like, okay, God, but I need somebody to help me. So. <laughs> 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 I need some help right now. And, you know, he's like, you know, I'm going to help you when you start helping others. And it, and it's been amazing. And that's what he has literally done. So my desire and my, my goal right now, the purpose that I know God has called me and why I've gone through, he's brought me through this pain is so that I can help other women know that, you know what, it's hard. It, it, I'm not going to lie. And I haven't lied. I haven't you know, held back from any woman, any widow that I've talked to, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. And I won't tell you that, but I will tell you this. God will always be there. And he will always and pick you up when you can't, don't feel like you can walk. And that's my that's my desire. That's, that real, that's my heart's desire. And I know that is the purpose that God has put on my life is to just impart that into other women because what we go through is not about us it's not for us but it has everything to do with us participating it is absolutely going to include us it absolutely requires us but it's not about us and it's not for us i love how you say you kept asking god how 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 and he took that word how and turned it into an acronym for helping others win. Yes. That's amazing. That is how our God is. And it makes so much sense because after having experienced a loss, you have to help them win in so many areas of their life. So many areas of their life. And I love that during the reception, celebration reception, you brought up the point that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And we've seen each other throughout the city so many times and me reaching out to you. And I just felt like I wanted to just take your heart. The times I saw you in the places in the city, I would always get in the car and just almost wait for you. Because I was like, oh my God, she's in so much pain. I just want to take her and just say, come on, Kristen. I don't know. We're just going to walk and cry together. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I just kept saying, God, I have there has to be a way to help her get her through this. And so when I was 
speaking for who to invite to you and you, your name was like, but the top, like, okay, Christian, I need you to come on. You have got to get to the other side because there are so many women waiting on you. There's so many women that need your testimony. There's so many women that destiny is lying within you winning. You have to win. Yes. And now you see why. Because you have so many other women that need to win. And that's going to use your testimony, your journey. So, in Help Others Win, tell us what all are we going to get with Help Others Win. So, you know, the very first thing that I have first and... I'm so grateful to be able to have taken everything that I've gone through or a large portion that I've gone through and just package it in a nice book. So, <laughs> Dad, another book coming through, another book coming through. Come on now, another book. Yes. So I'm super excited about that. That is um, with my publisher now. So it is being published. Woo-hoo! Yes. The first book, yes, the first book. <laughs> the first book. And a journal is going along with that. Um, and that's the, that's the very first thing because I feel like that's the foundation. Yeah. Because it, it literally outlines what I went through and how I made it through. And I'm very real and transparent in the book. I don't sugarcoat it. I mean, I don't because ain't nobody, the world, life doesn't sugarcoat it for you. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And, and people so that's, are broken. Women yes. are broken. They're looking for some women that can get in the weeds with them and tell them, girl, I was pissed. This sucked. Yes, yes, I was a little upset with God, but I don't get it twisted now. I went crazy. I was right. I wasn't crazy now. I didn't give God no temper tantrums. Let's be clear. But that's what we need. That's what women are looking for. That's what they're looking for. Yeah, and it, I mean, and women want something because this is what I want and what I look for is something and someone who understands and is not going to just throw a scripture at you because I'm going to tell you, during that time, you, honey, don't tell me joy comes in the morning. I don't want to hear that. We're, We're in the night season. Night. We're in the night season right <laughs> now. Talk about the night. Talk about the night. I know, right? That's not the time you want to hear the word. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I'm, I'm just very real in the book, um, and I know it's going to be. And I, I don't like it. I don't even want to call it a book because it's a ministry tool. Because it is really yeah. it's ministry. And so, but that's the very first thing that uh, will be released here soon, and we will be doing a full blown book launch. Um, and I would just definitely let everybody know that. But also, I'm going to be offering um, life coaching, mm-hmm. and you know, just helping. Helping women get from where you are to where you know you want to be in life. And your loss doesn't have to stop you because you still have a future. No. And um, so life coaching along with financial coaching, this is a finance, that's my background. I just love finances. And as as women, we need to understand our finances. Yeah. And when you lose, a lot of times you have the husband is the breadwinner. Right. And I've seen a lot of women who the husband did it all and they handled it all, but then he passed away and they don't know what to do. And I don't want that to be the case. And if it is, I want to be able to help women through that. Um, so we'll definitely be off- offering financial coaching, life coaching, and just some other things that are in the works that I'm just so excited about. Yes! 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 yes. 
All we've been doing is celebrating from November yes. to December to January to February. We have just been celebrating and to now, to now literally see the things that you ladies have birthed and to see it come to fruition and manifestation and to see things in your hand. And like I said, during the experience about week five, week six, just to see you all countenance change, to come on the sessions broken in tears, sometimes lunch down, sometimes no makeup, sometimes like I don't really want to be here type of thing. But you know, week five, week six, you all were coming on like I am here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, to see you all spirits lifted, it has given me such joy and such fulfillment more than anything ever that I could ever have imagined or asked God for. And so just to be also the poster child to you all, that even in the midst of your worst pain, your worst nightmare, that if you stay the course, lean in harder to God when the things get tough, lean in harder to him because what he's going to do is push something out of you that is going to bless the masses yes it's yes. going to bless the masses and that's what it's all about it's not about your storm but it is about god how do you get the glory out of this and how does it bless the masses so once again i am super excited for you cannot wait to attend your launch and so to her listeners that are listening i do give them a deadline of when they have to have their first launch. So, Miss Christian knows that I better get a deadline date, a launch date in April. Somewhere in April, May, is I better be attending something, all right? So yes. I'm excited. So tell the listeners where they can find you on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, yeah, so my Facebook um, page is Kristen Harris Tucker. So it really is my name, as well as Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Tucker. Um, all right. Yes. So <laughs> listeners, once again, let's give it up. As you as you watch this, whether it's a replay or not, come in and let her know. Give her some love. Give her some hearts. Give her some likes. Share this. Let's help her get the word out. And so at this time, we would like to say once again, Christian, you did it. Congratulations. Yes. The woman, Christian Tucker, you absolutely did it. And to all of our listeners, this has been your moment with Lady Million Marviette with Phenomenal Oh Yes You Are podcast. And we are celebrating all of the women that was birthed from the UNU experience as we close tonight is Women's History Month. Yes. Right. You have a good night. Thank you so awesome. much. You too.